When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, hello. How's everybody doing today? Hope everyone is doing fantastical. Good morning. Good morning, West Coast USA show. Welcome. Also, anybody who is East Coast, any place, actually, wherever you are, welcome to the show. Welcome to the universe, my friends. We had a bunch of... YouTube subs, uh, HG Soldier, Rip Mason, Laura Parkinson, Marshall Williams, Paul Bates, uh, let's see who is, Max Power, 2181, uh, Stephanie Ruiz, Scott Kramer, etc. So many new subs on YouTube. You can go to youtube.com slash space news pod. Check out the YouTube channel. Uh, today, I'm going to be talking really quick about the... Uh, Indian launch the moon. They launched their moon mission at 9.13 GMT and they are doing significantly better than they were last week. The mission was put off for a while. They had some technical difficulties. But this week they actually launched a mission to the moon. It's going to be a soft landing on the moon. Only other countries to do that are the U.S., Soviet Union, and China. So India will be the fourth. Fourth, not fifth. Fourth country to do that. Um, it's $145 million for this mission, so it's not a ton of money. Think about it. Some of these missions are billions of dollars. And this mission, I mean, for what it is, they're landing on the surface of the moon, right? So that's not that much money. It'll be the first mission to land on the moon's south pole as well. So they're actually, they're making history when they're doing this. And the spacecraft has already entered Earth's orbit. It's doing well, so well for now. Um, and, you know, there's... There's other hurdles that it has to overcome. It's going to stay in orbit for 23 days. It's got to make a bunch of maneuvers that'll take it into lunar orbit eventually. So the fourth country ever, ever to do this for cheap, $145 million to land something on the moon's surface. Uh, it was broadcast on live TV and uh, the space agency's social media accounts also uh, showed it live when it launched there's two women in charge uh, Mathia Manitha I'm sorry about these names but Ritu Karidal, um and they're the first in India space history 
to lead this team. So really great that India is doing these awesome missions to the moon. Um, and it's a very complex mission because, I mean, going to the moon is hard. It's not easy. That's why we haven't been back. You know, we have the technology to do it, but we also, you know, don't really want to spend a bunch of time doing the same things that we were doing before. You know, those are the, those are the keys takeaways at these things is that, hey man, we've done this before. We're going to go back to the moon, but also we want to make sure that, you know, that we get there properly and we do the right things when we do get there. So the U.S. has been to the moon 20th of July, 1969 is when we first stepped foot on the moon. Uh, that was just a couple days ago in 1969, but 50th anniversary, a couple days ago, we also launched some astronauts to the space station. Uh, they're going to be up there for a while. Um, it's routine now to go to the space station. It's not a big deal. It happens all the time, right? Like we see human beings being launched up into space aboard a gigantic rocket, and then they launch to the International Space Station. Not a big deal. That's kind of what happened to the moon missions. So for India to come back now and start kind of the moon race again, but this time it's not due to being afraid and being in a cold war with another country, right? It's not because of war. It's not because of fighting. It's because of peacetime. They want to discover things. So India is sending this probe to the moon. And they want to move forward with scientific exploration as opposed to dominance, right? They already sent something um, towards the moon in, what was it, 2008? Shandrayaan uh, 1. Um, it carried out missions to search for water on the moon using radar. Uh, the moon vehicle 2 will try and land on the south pole of the moon. And the mission will focus on the lunar surface. It'll search for water and minerals. Um, it'll measure moon quakes. And it'll do you know other exploratory things. And it used a big rocket, the Geosynchronous Satellite Launch Vehicle Mark II. It's uh, GSLV or Mark III, sorry, Mark III in the mission. Um, and it's it's 14 stories tall. It's pretty big. I think it's 14 stories. Let me look that up real quick. Let me pull that up. Uh, thank you, Livecast, CastBox members, for joining up on a, uh, this podcast. This is kind of like a weird thing for me. I don't usually do them at 11 o'clock in the morning on the East Coast. This is a test. I want to make sure that you know people that are commuting on the West Coast of U.S. or wherever you're commuting from, or wherever you're at, can get an early dose of space stuff. So uh, I want to say thanks to everybody who's tuning in right now. I appreciate it. Also, while I'm looking this up, see how tall this rocket is, I want to say thank you to my uh, sponsor, Audible. If you go to spacenewspod.com and sign up for two free Audible audiobooks, helps out the show a little bit, helps me out a little bit, helps me pay the bills here. Lighting isn't cheap. Microphones aren't cheap. Computers aren't cheap. So I try to get some sponsors that I really do support 
Uh, I listen to Audible every night before I go to bed, so I really do support them, and they do support the show. So thank you, Audible, and thank you for everybody who signed up so far. You are the real MVPs. Uh, it is... How big is this thing? This rocket is 14 stories tall. The rocket is 14 stories tall. It is taking stuff to the moon. What in the crap? 14 stories. You know how big that is? That's crazy. That's super big. <laughs> they have this little pod on the top of it. It's funny that something so large can carry something like the size, basically the size of like a small car, you know, like of a, of a mini car can go up to the moon and it takes that gigantic rocket to send it up there. It takes a while to get there too. You know, they're going to orbit for 23 days around the earth. Um, it's 20, 230 something, 230,000, 240,000 miles to the moon. Um, and they're going to get there in September. So it's going to take a little while for them to get there. And when they do, of course, I'll be here to tell you what's going on. So make sure to follow the channel. Make sure to check out the uh, YouTube channel, youtube.com slash space news pod and all my social channels at space news pod for all the latest stuff about this. As I tweet constantly, I'm not quite addicted because Twitter seems to be sort of a cesspool. <laughs> you kind of get an echo chamber on that place. So I just, uh, I kind of stay away from it as much as possible and just tweet out the things that I like. So, uh, Twitter and space news pod. So basically, um, if all the systems work well, right? If all the systems work well for this, uh, lander in orbit, they're going to be doing tests. Like that's the thing. Like you can't just send something to the moon. Right? You have to test things as it gets to space. So it's going to be in orbit around the Earth for 23 days. Almost a month. About 20-something days. And while they're testing those systems out, they're making sure that, okay, everything works fine while it's in space. And then it can make the journey to the moon. It make the journey to the moon. And then when it gets to the moon, it'll have everything that it needs when it gets there to do the things that it needs to do. To do the missions that it needs to do. Um, now the moon usually isn't a huge, huge target. Right? Most people think, okay, space exploration, we're going to Mars. We're going to deep space. We're sending satellites way out there. We're sending exploratory missions to the outer reaches of our solar system. But just recently, within the last, you know, five to I wouldn't say 10 years, but about five years, people have been more interested in the moon again. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Um, the thing is, NASA's going back to the moon. India's going to the moon. A lot of countries are going to the moon. China's already there. They're doing uh, experiments on the moon right now. Um, we're sending astronauts back, U.S. astronauts back 
2024. That's the plan. The first woman and the next man to go back to the surface of the moon will be 2024. There is a concerted effort from SpaceX as well, from Elon Musk and SpaceX, to get to the moon possibly before NASA. Before NASA goes back, Elon Musk has said, hey, we want to go to the moon too. Like, why aren't we going to the moon? Why isn't SpaceX going to the moon? Because they have the technology to do it, right? They have the technology. They have rockets. They're going to be making big rockets that'll be able to go to the moon. They have Starship that's being built right now, and they want to send that rocket possibly to the moon. Elon Musk came out in a Time article, basically said, hey, if we have to wait five years for NASA to do its thing, and we have to wait through all this bureaucratic BS, and we have a rocket that can just go to the moon... Why wouldn't we just go to the moon? It doesn't make any sense. You know? What's up, overall snail? How you doing, man? Over on Mixer. Mixer's a cool platform, man. I've been there since day one. Since it was uh, Beam.pro. Cool, cool place to stream. Uh, Mixer.com is the channel. Uh, You can search for Space News Pod. Or Astro Will on uh, Mixer. Um, So basically, when you send stuff to the moon like what are you going to do there like so elon musk he has ambitions he said like man if it's going to take nasa five years we can do it in two why don't we just do it why don't we just send our stuff to the moon send our big starship rocket the bfr it'll get there so what is elon musk going to do like in the next couple of years he could do it he could make a trip around the moon as fast as possible you know, he has to, they have to launch these things. They have to test them before they actually send people. So what are some of the things that they could send to the moon to actually make it worth it for SpaceX to do this? Because the Starship rocket, though it is amazing and it's huge, it'll be the biggest rocket in U.S. history when it's built. Uh, SLS is going to be a little bit bigger, I believe, but the BFR um, or they're going to be very similar. I think it's like 10 feet difference or something as far as height goes. Um, but the the fact that Elon Musk wants to go to the moon, what would he send? He, you know, when he goes around, would he send science probes? Would he send something down to the surface? Would he land Starship? Would he just be like, all right, I, we have a billion dollars in the bank. Let's just land a starship on the moon because there's no reason why he shouldn't other than it's going to cost a lot of money to do it. Right. So spending all this money on the starship and sending it to orbit the moon and then come back. Of course, that's cool. That's really cool, but it has to accomplish something other than going around the moon. I think Elon Musk has a bigger plan for it. I think in his head, which never, he never stops thinking what would be the thing that he would do if he sent a starship to the moon? Um, it can carry a bunch of satellites. We know this. It's built to carry a bunch of satellites. It's built to carry people as well. Or will be built because they're still testing it. They're not doing, um, they're not doing flights with starship quite yet. They're still testing it. It's still star hopper and they're doing tests this week to, uh, do some, some hover tests with it to see how high it can go up without having anomalies. 
Uh, last week they had some tests, and there was a little bit of extra fire. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. They were just testing stuff out. Ain't no thing. But when Starhopper gets off the ground, when Starhopper gets, you know, 300 feet up, 400 feet up, 1,000 feet up, whatever, then it gets real. And then Starhopper starts turning into, okay, this thing works. We're going to do some more tests with it. We're going to do some more hover tests. We're going to make sure that um, this thing works so we can build it up. Starship. It can carry stuff. Okay. It can carry satellites. It can carry people eventually. It'll be human rated eventually. That's the plan. But what would you want to see happen to it when it gets to the moon? That's the key. What would Elon Musk do? WWEMD, I guess, would be the thing. WWED. What would Elon do? He'd probably send something cool. Right, so he was testing out um, Falcon Heavy. So we sent a freaking Tesla into space. He sent a red Tesla, his Roadster. He sent it into space, not because he needed to, but because he could, because he needed something that was like about the same size as a Tesla. Like, so a Tesla is about the same size as sort of a satellite-ish. Some are bigger, some are smaller, but the Tesla is a pretty decent sized thing. You know, it's a big, it's a big vehicle. Um, and it's heavy, you know? So of course they needed to test some stuff. So Elon was like, well, might as well just send a car, right? So Starship goes in the moon. Starship travels around the moon. Elon's crazy, man, in a good way. He's crazy in a good way. Like he's very inventive. He's very funny too. He's very geeky. And in the best kind of way, those things get transferred into the missions that he does. So this moon mission, maybe, I mean, maybe he might send another Tesla. I don't know. It's free publicity for Tesla. Sell a bunch of cars that way. Um, it's already been done. You know, he's sending Tesla, a Tesla Roadster around the, the uh, solar system. But... The fact that um, Elon has those crazy ideas and that he could pull it off, like, that's cool, man. Good for him. Good for him because NASA's not doing cool stuff like that. Sorry to say, like, NASA's cool and everything. I love NASA, but they're not doing fun stuff like that anymore. They're reaching out and they're doing, you know, stuff like... You know, they're doing amazing, amazing work. I'm not downplaying NASA at all. They do amazing work. But they don't have the the flexibility to do the things that SpaceX does. If SpaceX wants to do something, they just go like, hey, Elon, I want to do this cool thing. And then the, he goes like, okay, talk to whoever you need to talk to to get it done if it's a cool idea. That's it. You know, and then they put it into motion. They don't have all this red tape. They don't have all this other governmental stuff going on. Like NASA. Like NASA has a budget. NASA has, you know, uh, a government that's backing it. It's backed by the government. It's backed by the people. But we don't have a say in what really NASA does. We have a say in, you know, okay, our tax dollars go to NASA. That's cool. But then we have to trust NASA to do its thing. And I trust NASA 100%. But they can't do cool things like send a roadster 
around our solar system. <laughs> you know, like, how cool is that? How cool is that? Sending a roadster. Like, sending a car into space. Never been done. There's a Starman in the roadster flying around. Like, how crazy is that? That that actually is a thing. Like, that's a thing. You can watch Starman. And you can watch the trajectory of Starman. Let's see. Where is Starman? Or where is, where is Roadster.com? I think. Yeah, where is Roadster.com? I'll post that up in chat just so you guys know. China has a base now on the dark side of the moon. Wayne says this. Wayne uh, Letterkin says that at 1119. Sorry if I missed that. That was a little bit earlier. I didn't see it in chat. Um, I don't think China has a base on the dark side of the moon. <laughs> I mean, I actually uh, I actually kind of messed around on one of my old shows, one of my old podcasts, and I said, hey, what if, you know, what if this China thing is a, a thing? You know, what if they're doing something military up there? What if they're making a base up there? But in all actuality, there's no proof. There's no evidence that they're making anything up there. They have a, a rover, you know, that's that's the thing. But uh, there's no evidence that they're doing anything scary on the dark side of the moon, on the far side of the moon. So the the thing is, we're sending stuff back to the moon. Elon Musk might be sending stuff to the moon in the next... You know, X amount of years, two years or so. So it might be cool. It might be cool to throw them some ideas. Yeah, Wayne, they have they have been exploring exactly, Wayne. Yep. You know, what if what if we throw them out a couple ideas? What if we tweet at him like, "Hey, send Starship to the moon. What are you going to do there, Elon? What are you going to do?" That's the thing. Like, what what's going to be the what's going to be the next thing? It's got to be privatization of the moon, I believe. Get to the moon, you say, uh, what are we going to do here? Can't really do much on the moon. You can't really uh, live very well on the moon. You know, you have to have a place to live. You have to have a pod to live in or some sort of place to live that has oxygen constantly. It's going to take a lot of effort to get to the point where we can actually... Uh, live and work on the moon's surface. You always have to have some place to breathe on the moon. You always have to, um, you know, have a suit on, or you have to be in a habitat where you'll be able to breathe. That's tough. You know, that's a tough thing to do. Maybe the first thing that Elon Musk should do when he sends things to the moon, when he sends Starship to the moon, uh, maybe send a little habitat. Maybe send some supplies for future astronauts when they get there. Work with NASA, man. If NASA's going back in 2024, work with NASA. Hand in hand. Be like, hey, do uh, you guys need some stuff to go up to the moon? We'll send some stuff up to the moon for you. You know, do, you, do your astronauts need XYZ, whatever it is, when they get there? Do they need a, a habitat? Okay, cool. Well, let's build a habitat together. Elon Musk can do it in two years. Might as well, right? Might as well launch a rocket. This is tough, though. It's tough. When you launch a rocket to the moon, that's one thing. But then you have to develop the systems to actually deploy the thing, whatever you're deploying, to the moon, right? So it's not just landing 
the starship on the moon. It's landing the starship successfully, not blowing it up, and then deploying whatever the thing is that you want to put on the moon. So, if it is a habitat, cool. If it's, you know, oxygen tanks, cool. How do you get them to the surface? You know, that's the that's the problem. That's the crux of the situation. How do you get that stuff to the surface? And, you know, let's ask him. Just tweet at him. Elon, at Elon Musk on Twitter. He might answer. You never know. He's a very open person, and he, he'll answer, like, any questions that he seems uh, that seem to pique his interest so very very open person all right guys so i'm gonna call this one for now and i'm just gonna say thank you to everyone who's been listening this has kind of been an experiment podcast uh, to see if i want to do these in the morning and at night or if i just want to do them at night um so this has been a great exploration in that i've done this about half an hour so it's from 11 o'clock in the morning till 11 30 so um, I want to say thank you for being part of this experiment. I might not do this at this time again. So uh, if you want to, tonight at uh, 5 o'clock Eastern, so that's 2 o'clock uh, West Coast time, I have another show. I have the real show, the regular show. That's at 5 o'clock, 5.30, somewhere around there, between 5 and 5.30. It, it kind of, it's around there. That's all I'm going to say. Because sometimes I'm not exactly on time. Sometimes things don't go exactly as promised. So uh, between 5 and 5.30 is when we start. So come on back. Make sure to follow the channel on any platform that you're on right now. So thank you, Periscope. Everybody on Periscope. Thank you on uh, Livecast, on CastBox. Thank you so much. You've been very supportive. I appreciate it. Uh, make sure to like, follow, subscribe on YouTube. That's youtube.com slash spacenewspod. And keep exploring, everybody. Uh, my name is Will Walden. This has been the Space News Pod, and I will see you soon. Have a good day, everybody.